Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Welcome to the Bible Talk program. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And all I've got to say, the, the, the nerve of a, a run to win. Daryl Wood, the nerve of him uh, letting us know that all of this fear uh, and all of this this worry that people have about the uh, virus that's taking place today, that all of it, in other words, it's not as big a deal as people are making about it. I mean, everything's shutting down, uh, and we find out that there's more deaths from influenza than there are from the Kenora virus. Wow, wow. Run to win. Can't miss it if you want the un... The unvarnished facts and the truth, you need to stay on this station and listen to this program. All right. Well, I'm going in a different direction, but I will agree totally 100% with Daryl Wood, and that is that the uh, Kenora virus is not the tribulation. It is not the tribulation period, friends. Uh, we better be very careful if we have uh, too much fear over things that are, let us say, not that fearsome. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Boy, do I have some challenges for you. But before we do that, got somebody, can't even wait. Joe from Detroit, he is on the line. Let's talk to Joe right now. How are you doing, Joe? Well, hello, Pastor. How are you today? Good. What did I do wrong, Joe? I mean, I haven't heard from you in ages. You've been out of town? Where you been? No, sir. I've been sitting right here by the radio. I've been listening daily. And I want to thank you so much for your program because you are the one that I come running to when I have a, a problem, I should say, a decision. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, all right. I take uh, that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I do have a situation uh, that I'm, I'm talking about with some guys, and uh, we've been discussing about uh, a pastor receiving funds into the church that were ill-gained, such as uh, you are told that 
an individual is going to give you, the individual tells you that they're going to give from their numbers winning lottery or whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. And the question was, as a pastor, would you accept that money into your treasury? I would have to say, if that is what I knew, is that the money was coming from that, I couldn't take it. One reason is I preach against it. I preach against gambling. That's something that I do not think is God's will. I don't think the Bible wants us to gamble. The only reason to do it uh, is to get rich. You know, that's why people do it. And the Bible says that that's not something we should be uh, trying to obtain necessarily our riches, especially through that means. So, no, I wouldn't take it. If I had that knowledge, I wouldn't. Okay, and I, and I do I do thank you because I am truly um, in the same mindset. Now, as I have been tearing the word apart, trying to find uh, situations that deal with gambling, I'm failing. So can you help me out with the scriptural background in that? Well, what happens clearly, uh, the Bible is not against. In other words, our giving is supposed to be to God. Uh, the Bible... Uh, there's no place in the Bible where it supports uh, uh, gift giving or taking chances like that, gambling like that. And then, uh, as I said, we have to look at the whole purpose behind gambling. Uh, why do people gamble? If we go to First Timothy chapter 6, it's pretty, cle- pretty clear, right? Where it says, mm-hmm. at verse 7, For we brought nothing into this world, and it is thir- certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. So the Bible tells us to be content with what we have. It doesn't tell you to, you know, to, to be poor. You know, you should have enough to support yourself and, you know, that sort of thing. But having food and raiment, let us be there with content. Then verse 9, okay? But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. Then verse 10, for the love of money, not condemning you necessarily because you have money, but it says clearly here in 1 Timothy 6 and 10, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some have coveted after, they have eared from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now, when they advertise uh, gambling, here's the question. Do they advertise gambling as a way to put food on the table for your family? No. Uh, do they advertise it as a way to make a living? Not at all. No. The only thing, all the advertisements I've seen of it is how to get rich. Do this and you'll be wealthy, you'll get rich. So definitely uh, it's designed to get you to want to do exactly what is forbidden in First Timothy 6. Okay, That mm-hmm. it says, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare. Then verse 10, for the love of money is the root of all evil. The only reason anybody gambles is, if you're talking about really the serious gamblers, right? The only reason they do it is the chance that they might get rich. That, to me, is exactly what's being condemned in 1 Timothy 6 and verse 9 and 10. Now, if someone disagrees with that, I say more power to you. But I know the only reason that you would be to all the billboards, all the advertisements from it, all they emphasize is you being rich. Nobody gambles just to keep um, money on the table. In fact, you wind up losing a lot of money. Well, my brother, I want to thank you again. All right. that's Yeah, that's the key gambling scripture, okay, because anybody's doing it. That's what they advertise, and that's what they're after. I appreciate your call, my friend. 
I have a blessed one now. All right, you too. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I'm still thinking about Daryl Wood's program. What an excellent program where he lets us Sometimes we just worry too much. So much media attention has been given to the coronavirus until we all, people are almost thinking we're in the tribulation. Come on, okay? It's bad, but it's not that bad, all right? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to Royal Oak and see what is on Angela's mind. Hello, Angela. Oh, hi, Pastor. How you doing? Real good, young lady. How are you? Okay, he's right. Daryl has a good show today. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yes. Um, I've got a question. Well, three, uh, I, I can ask. Um, well, two things I want to focus on. I guess the first one is possession, and the second one is what does the Bible mean when they say, when God says, put no trust, put no faith in no man? I think I know what he means, but I mean, what's he trying to say? You trying to trust your family, friends, or strangers? I mean, I mean, is there like a meaning behind it? Well, or? all he's trying to say is the ultimate faith that you have. You place your faith ultimately in God. doesn't mean you just distrust everybody else, but you need to recognize mm-hmm. that the only one you can count on, I mean, uh, in depth, completely, would be God. But now there's people that you meet in your life that are trustworthy. He's just tr- What the Lord is trying to say from that, you put trust in him mm-hmm. above everything. That's the key point there. Well, yeah, but I have had people over my life, course of life, I felt like they kind of betrayed me or they didn't feel like I trust them no more. I think I put used to put trust in too many people, you know. Well, that can be the case. Show. You've got so. to use you've got mm-hmm. to use discernment in whatever you do. Okay, uh, but the bottom line is definitely there are people. I mean, when people get married, right? You trust your husband. Husband trusts your wife. Yeah. You have a good friend. There's mm-hmm. those you can. So the Bible isn't saying not to trust man or human beings, but not to put your ultimate trust in them. The only one you can ultimately trust oh. is God. I see. And I guess my next topic is the possessions. There's been like a lot of stories on, it's a website called the Judge Report. Uh-huh. So like, you know, and he was had stories on the last couple of months or weeks about possessions. I guess it was a story about this 90-pound woman. I guess she tossed some man in the air. There's been other stories about possession lately, and, do you believe in possessions? I know what do you mean? You talk about in terms of a demon possession? Yeah, yeah, devil possession. Like the movie The Exorcist. And oh. It's been like a whole lot of stories. Well, I've been I'll tell you this. Well. It was in the Bible way before it was in the movies. Okay? So if you oh, want a discussion okay. of it, actually, it comes from the Bible itself. Yes, and it is, a, it is possible for unbelievers to be possessed by demons. The Bible talks about it clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, um, uh, a number of places we could go to look at it. Uh, it's described very well uh, when we look at uh, what happened to uh, uh, Judas, in fact. Uh, Judas was someone who was possessed by the devil. Yeah? And uh, uh, he was, uh, in fact, and now you know the only person who can be possessed by the devil is actually someone who doesn't believe in Jesus Christ. Okay? So that's where... Really? Yeah, you have to be an unbeliever. Because the Bible says in 1 John 4 and 4, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That's 1 John 4 and 4. So as Christians, you have the Holy Spirit within you. That is greater than anything on the outside of you, including the devil. Okay? So when the devil comes to try to impossess Christians, you know, we're already occupied. We are occupied by the Holy Spirit. So the devil can't get in. But in the case of someone like Judas... Um, he had basically sold himself over to the devil. We see in John chapter 13 where you get that kind of language. 
which is the language of um, possession, where uh, it says, uh, this was when during the Last Supper, right? And Jesus right. had already said that uh, someone was going to betray him. And then it says at verse 25, John chapter 13, verse 25, he then, lying on Jesus' breast, says unto him, Lord, who is it? Okay? They were asking, who was it? Uh, verse 26, Jesus answered, he it is to whom I shall give you a sop when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now watch this. Verse 27, and after the sop, Satan entered into him. Now, not only just a, de- a demon, Angela, but the head of the demon, Satan, entered into him. Oh. That's what we call possession. Then said Jesus unto him, that thou doest, do quickly. Okay? So he was possessed by the devil. Okay? Uh, now, the devil can harass people without possessing right. them. Yeah, so we see mm-hmm. that as well. So a Christian... Uh, now, but now he was not saved. He was not a saved person. That's why he could be possessed. Well, he felt guilty. Remember, he committed suicide. I think we discussed that before I called in about Judas. Yeah, and we pointed well, out the felt- fact that he had sorrow, but not godly sorrow. You know, you can be sorry. A lot of uh-huh. uh, crooks are sorry when they get caught. But uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> but evidently, uh, the kind of repentance that he gave was not really uh, 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 sincere. He did what he did for money, and he uh, paid. Uh, he paid the price for it. Now, on the other hand, to give you an example of uh, the, how Christians can be, let us say, buffeted by Satan and not possessed. There's a clear mm-hmm. difference. Right. Uh, definitely, the uh, uh, the de- the devil can do a lot by bringing people in our lives and circumstances, causing fear. But look at Peter. Now, Peter, it says over in this is the Apostle Peter over in Luke chapter 22, where uh, Jesus is talking to. Uh, the apostles, and he talks to Peter. And he says mm-hmm. at verse uh, 31, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, and that's how he's talking to Peter, first name for him, Simon, Simon, uh, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Now, that's what he tells Peter, that Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Now, wheat, if you sit, all you're doing is shaking it. Uh, so that causes the wheat to separate from the wheat that you're shaking. That's not possession. That's something that happens on the outside, right? For I have prayed right. for thee that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. So that's what happened. Remember, uh, Peter denied the Lord three times because of his fear? Yeah. Yeah. The devil was behind that, using those people uh, that, uh, that Peter was surrounded with to cause him to have that lapse of faith and that doubt that he had. But he wasn't possessed. So there's a difference between possession and then being influenced or uh, sifted by the devil. Judas was possessed. Peter was not. But yet the devil was still uh, in the in the picture. All right? Oh, okay. Does that help you well, any at all? Um, yeah, I guess I understand now. Um, I got one more thing. Um, in the book of Revelation, talk, no, I listened to Badu because he, he talks about how people don't talk about, you know, the bad things about the Bible, it's talking about the fuzzy things that make you, you know, make you feel good. But when you die, it's, do you go? I mean, will a person go to hell or heaven? I mean, what's hell like? I mean, sometimes I heard a story about this man. He wrote a book about how he he died and went to hell, I mean, he came back to life. I guess he really wasn't dead. But well, I want to tell you I mean, one thing. I want to tell you one thing. I want to warn you sternly: never believe stuff you're reading in all these books. If you want to know any information about what God is really doing, then the first place to go is the Bible. Yeah. A lot of these books, I went to hell, 
Uh, Mary Kay yeah. Baxter, she went to hell. She went to heaven. Right. Jesus took her into mm-hmm. hell. She saw Satan seated on a throne. She says in her book, Divine Revelation of Hell, that the devil was burning in flames and laughing. Uh, when he goes mm-hmm. to hell, he's not going to be burning in flames and laughing. Angela, take it from me, okay? Let me be your old okay. spiritual father. <laughs> Go to the okay. Bible for your information about the truth, not in these novels that they sell at Christian bookstores, okay? You got to get it from the okay. from the source, and the source is the Bible. And yes, there's a he- heaven and there's hell. And when a person dies, if a Christian dies, uh, they immediately go to heaven. Second Corinthians five and eight: to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Uh, however, if you die without Jesus Christ, then you go to he- he- hell. The, uh, and that would be Hades. That's the first place you go. Later on, you're judged at the White Throne Judgment, and you wind up in Gehenna. But that is found over in uh, Luke chapter 16, where it talks about that. Okay? So, uh, but get all your information about these things from the Bible. Okay? But will you burn forever in hell? If you go to hell, will, you, will your body or your soul continue to burn and burn? Uh, well, you're going to be judged, and you're going to receive a uh, a resurrection body, either one of glory, which allows you to live in heaven. The other will be a damnation body that dooms you to hell. Are you going to burn forever and ever? Uh, that's what the Bible clearly indicates. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Oh, if we look at Matthew chapter, yeah, you could say it. Oh, God. That's what people need to say now, right, about this. Over mm-hmm. in Matthew chapter 25, uh, it says... Uh, and this is what Jesus said, and this is uh, when he comes to judge mankind. Verse 45, Matthew 25 and 45. Then shall he answer, saying, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. Jesus is criticizing those who attack, you know, not only him, but his people. Then verse 46. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Now, if you go into everlasting punishment, if you're being punished, then you're still conscious, okay? You're conscious in hell. It's what you call living death, but it's not the glory of life that those have in heaven. And it says here, it is everlasting. So yes, it is everlasting. That's what the Bible teaches, uh, Angela. Uh, And that's one of the glories of being saved. You know that your name is already written in heaven. Thank you, Angie. Always nice to talk to you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss on the Bible Talk program with any question that you want to ask. See how easy that is? See how simple it is? You can call and be on this program. I'm so excited. Luke is having trouble getting me off the air. I'm going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hi. My name is Missy Parker Miller, and I'm a licensing and recruitment specialist with Bethany Christian Services. Bethany is a Christian child welfare agency that focuses on foster care and adoption. The need is great for more Christian foster and adoptive homes. In Michigan, there are 13,000 children in foster care, and of those children, 3,000 are waiting now for an adoptive family. Many of these children have been waiting over three years. Bethany's heart is that no child will grow up without a family. These are not bad children. These are children that horrible things have happened to. Who better to minister to these children than Christians who can share the love and compassion of Jesus Christ? Please provide a loving home for a child in need and call Bethany Christian Services today. 248-414-4080. One more time, that number is 248-414-4080. Thanks and God bless. 
Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. In an age where divorce is common, cohabitation is on the rise, has traditional marriage become a thing of the past? Tuesday, Alistair Begg points us to God's original design, explaining why marriage remains relevant for all time. Listen Tuesday to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit. This is Pastor Moss. If you're interested in studying the Bible and want to know how to defend it, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries Monday Night Bible Study and Apologetic Study is for you. We will take you into systematic theology, the kingdom of the cults, and the occult. Every false teaching will be exposed for what it is, a tool of the devil. Free handouts will be given on every teaching. Also, it will feel like you're in seminary or Bible college. But there's no tuition. All we ask for is a donation. Come this Monday to the Monday Night Bible and Apologetic Study at 10709 Grand River. That's 10709 Grand River at Oakland at 7 p.m. Bring your sword, that is your Bible, with you. Call area code Alright, that's the number to call, area code 313-933-9270. To be with us, Monday Night Bible Study, where we deal with the Bible, systematic theology, and Christian apologetics. We deal with all false movements and criticize them, not just talking about them. We are comparing teachings to the Word of God. And we encourage you to come. You don't have to be a church member. It is open to everyone. That's every Monday starting at 7 o'clock immediately after this program at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River. The number to call here to be on the air, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, whatever question you have on your mind. Now, I'm about to do something uh, that's going to blow loose. Luke's mind. Young Luke, he's there. 
and he is about to see me do something I have not done in a long, long time, Luke. And it's stressful for me. It's hard for me to get my brain to the place where I can do this. But I practiced it so long, Luke, till I know how to do it. So what I'm about to do uh, is to metamorphorize. Did you... Did you hear that big fancy word I used? It hurt my tongue to say. I am about to metamorphorize into a cult leader. Yes, I am. And the only way, the only way, Luke, that I can be deprogrammed is if a caller can guess which cult I'm in. If they can't, I'm stuck. That's it. Okay. So it's hard. It's hard on my body. You'll see it's hard on my face. If I look old to you now, Luke, imagine how bad it's going to get. And I start to become in these cults. All right. Here's the first one. Oh, my goodness. Not this one. Not this one. But here it is. Okay. As I read this, I want you in the listening audience to imagine I'm, I'm metamorphosizing into this cult. Right. The only way I get out is if you can name the name of this cult. That's something that can happen to your friends. It can happen to your relatives. Can you identify the cult they're in and know how to get them out? All right. Here is group number one. Okay. Uh, this is what I say as a member. I've just transformed myself into a member of this group. Can you tell me which group it is that teaches something like this? And I quote, understand that the root of sin is not that the first human ancestors ate a fruit, but that they had an illicit blood relationship with an angel symbolized by a serpent. Oh, let me say that again. As the cult man I am. Yes, you're not talking to Pastor Moss anymore. You're talking to a cult member now. Right? Understand that the root of sin is not that the first human ancestors ate a fruit, but that they had an illicit blood relationship with an angel symbolized by a serpent. Okay? What is the name of the group? That teaches this. If you know, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Here is a group that believes in something called the serpent seed doctrine. Denying what the Bible says. The Bible, of course, says that the sin that was committed in the Garden of Eden was when they ate of the forbidden fruit. But oh no. This group says, no, nah, what you read in the Bible is just a symbol. Uh, it's not telling you what really happened. What happened was there was some hanky-panky between Eve and the devil. What group teaches something like this? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you know the name of this group, you need to call right away, right away because if you don't, I'm going to stay in this cult, and I want to get out. But you've got to be able to at least identify who it is. In fact, that is what we do at Strictly. We teach the Bible, and we want you to know when uh, a cult is around, when people are in false doctrine, so hopefully you can help them out if they want to be helped out of it. To show them the difference between what they believe and you believe is very important because we are surrounded by false teachings today. We absolutely are. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, and so, therefore, you need to be prepared. And on this radio program 
and it's strictly biblical. Our job is to do the best we can to equip you. All right. Maybe Tony can help deprogram me. Let's see what Tony from Detroit can do. Hello, Tony. Hey, how you doing, sir? Good. Is this your first time calling, Tony? Yes, sir. Okay. I thought I, I, the first time I've seen your name. Help me. What cult is this? Harry Krishnas. This is the Harry right. Krishnas? Yeah, the Harry Krishnas uh, are the ones you're speaking of, right? I'm sorry, but I have to remain a cult leader. It's not the Harry Krishnas. Now, they've got their they're problems. They're their cult, okay. but they don't teach this. But you're right. In fact, really, we wouldn't call them a cult as much as a world religion. But still, I understand. Because okay. Uh, okay. if you pick up a book on the kingdom of the cult, uh, uh, you will find Buddhism in there. You'll find Krishna in there. So even though what we really call a cult is a group that claims to be Christian and is not. But it's definitely okay. for you to put them in that category is not bad. Because any book you pick up okay. on the cults, you're going to find uh, Hinduism in there. And Hinduism is a false religion. Absolutely false. So Okay, listen, I'm coming to your church uh, pretty soon to do some studies and stuff. I need to get in there and stuff. Yes, sir, we're ready for you. That's exactly the kind of people right. we want to see, folks who want to learn the Bible. Right. Thank you for calling. Appreciate your call. Yes, sir. All right. He told us one cult, but guess what? I'm still stuck in this one that I'm in until you guys guess it. Or let's say not guess it, please know it. Do you know it? Do you think you know it? Can you help me? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And, of course, what the caller said was uh, definitely something that is uh, true. Uh, Krishna, of course, one of the many, many, many gods of, uh, of Hinduism, Okay, uh, that's a false group, a false re- religious group, teaching pantheism that God is in everything. Uh, and not only that, you can't even keep up with the number of gods that Hindus believe in. All right? Reincarnation and the whole ball of wax. But that is not the cult we're dealing with here today. So your job is still to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Moss. Seeing if you can... Help me get out of this cult, and all you've got to do is identify, okay, who it is. Here's what they teach once again. Understand that the root of sin is not that the first human ancestors ate a fruit, but that they had an illicit blood relationship with an angel symbolized by a serpent. In other words, it is called the serpent seed doctrine, that Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, that their fall Okay? Their fall had nothing to do with eating of fruit. That was just symbolic of a sexual relationship between Eve and Satan. And this group teaches that. What is the name of this group? What is the name of this sacred document? If you know, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Or if you have a question of your very own you can ask it. We're just waiting for your call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. If you have an answer to the question, we had one brave caller. Give it a try. Okay, And he did one thing good. He did mention uh, one uh, false group. It just was not the one that we were looking for. Okay, Now, we need to remember something. And this is something always to bear in mind, that there are 
false teachings out there, right? Oh, yeah. Just because a building looks like a church building doesn't mean that the true teachings of the church are being practiced within it. And we need to be careful of something that the Bible tells us clearly over in Matthew chapter 15, right over here at verse 7. Where? Matthew 15 and verse 7. You hypocrites. This is Jesus talking. Jesus. You hypocrites. Well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draws nigh unto me with their mouth and honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Then you ask yourself, well, how can our hearts be far from God? How can it be far from Jesus? Okay? We're singing and we're dancing to the Lord and doing all that. Okay? And our hearts are still far away from him. Verse 9 tells you the problem. But in vain, they do worship me. You can worship God all you want on the praise team and the choir, do all kind of things, right? All kind of things. But notice, Matthew 15, 9. But in vain, they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Your doctrine has to come exactly from the word of God and be in agreement with the word of God, or God considers all your religiosity, let us say, to be in vain. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. You mean to tell me, do you mean, Luke, I can't believe this. This, this, this is, this, I can't. Am I going to remain, will I go home and Sister Moss have to deal with a cult leader? Well, <laughs> Well, that's what's going to happen, Luke, if nobody calls here and deprograms me, okay? I need somebody to call. Somebody knows, okay? Somebody, if you know, if you think you know, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Our phone lines are wide open. You won't have any trouble getting through and calling, okay? Luke is waiting for your call. And... By the way, if you have a question of your very own and you want to bypass my challenge, that's okay. You can do that, okay? Uh, and right after I answer your question, I'll go back into my role, but I'll get out of it when you call. If you've got anything about the Bible that you want to talk about, friends, this is the show for you. This is the place to call. This is where we take that turn and we go down Biblical Avenue every time you talk because the name of the program is Bible Talk. Not just opinion talk, but Bible talk. We want to get into the Bible. We want to get into theology. Okay? We want to get into Christian living. It's all about the B-I-B-L-E here. So if you've got any questions at all about the Bible, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Uh, and if you think you can deprogram me, well, give us a call and see. Right now, I am in a cult, okay? This, of course, is my is a role I'm playing today. But I'm in a cult that's, that says this, okay? Keep calling. I see Tim. We're going to see if we can get Tim in. Uh, where it says, and Tony, I see uh, Tony again. That's good. Where it says, understand that the root of sin is not that the first human ancestors ate a fruit, but that they had an illicit blood relationship with an angel symbolized by a serpent, okay? So that's what this group teaches, okay? That what you read in the Bible, in Genesis, is bogus. It wasn't about a tree and a fruit. Really what happened was that Eve had a sexual relationship with the devil. What group teaches this, okay? And until you get the answer right, I'm stuck. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back, okay? 
Chris McCourtney for Salem Surround, the digital marketing solution that keeps growing by leaps and bounds. The reason? Strategies. Everybody out there has all the digital advertising products your business wants, but the strategies you need, well, as a small business owner, you're on your own. Enter Salem Surround. We're more than products. We design a comprehensive digital strategy with the components you can't find anywhere else, branded audio. How about we target your best customers with proven digital tactics, lead them down the customer journey, and introduce them to you. Tell your story. Sell your product with branded audio. You're tired of digital products being pitched at you. It's time for our one-stop digital marketing partner. Let's talk about your strategy today. Go to SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That's SalemSurroundDetroit.com. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Now is the time to register for an all-inclusive 10-day trip to Israel with WLQVFM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Expand your global perspective on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd to 11th with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com today to sign up for the Stand with Israel tour where history, culture, and faith will converge before your eyes. We'll take you behind the scenes to explore the places you've read and heard about. Pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the Sea of Galilee, float on the unique Dead Sea, and much more. The land, its amazing cuisine, and its diverse people are a spectacle to behold, and you can live it all firsthand. Best of all, you'll be with Faith Talk Detroit's syndicated media host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, special guest Mike Lindell, like-minded supporters of Israel, and listeners of WLQV. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword Israel. That's faithtalkdetroit.com, keyword Israel. Your past doesn't have to affect your future. On the next Focus on the Family, Al and Lisa Robertson share stories from their childhood and their on-and-off dating relationship. They explore the topic of forgiveness and offer encouragement to women who have abortion in their past to seek hope and healing in the Lord. That's next time on Focus on the Family. Listen to Focus on the Family, weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, dealing with the challenge, what false cult am I in? Let's go to uh, uh, Tim in Sterling Heights, see what's on his mind. George, Tony, please hang on. Tim, how you doing? I'm good, Pastor. How are you? I'm, I'll be doing great if you can deprogram me, Tim. Can you get well, me I'll out of this? you well, well. We'll be, you'll be doing a lot better than Greg because you take that home to Sister Marshall, slap that demon out of you before you walk in the door. <laughs> you got that right, brother. I better not bring it home. <laughs> All right. Well, I got, I'm going to go with a question after I say Scientology. Scientology. I know it's not Scientology, 
but it's it, but definitely Scientology is a is a is a quote. I mean, it's a cult with their clear teachings right. uh, concerning that we were once gods that came. We were responsible for creation and all of that. Yeah, they're a cult, but they're not this group. But definitely, if someone yeah, is in Scientology, writer. oh yeah, L. Ron Hubbard. Can you believe it? Well, it makes sense, right? He writes a uh, yeah. he starts a false religion, uh, and uh, he's, he, he, his religion is fiction, just like his books were. Uh, so yep. it's a am- but it's amazing, Tim, how non-thinking people can be. You know that this oh, man is good. just a science fiction writer. What he wrote in science fiction appears in his uh, books and uh, Dianetics and all this that he wrote. How could you possibly accept that is the word of God? And anything that the I movie stars know. are crazy about, like uh, you know, uh, Cruise, uh, it, it, it you know it's probably going to be no good. Hey. But it has nothing yeah, to do with the Bible. You're you're exactly Cruise. right. Yeah. How how can I help well, you? Well. They they uh they they get paid for acting anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so their right. whole life is a is a, is a science fiction book. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, um, we're go- we're gonna take you to the to the Solomon King Solomon era. Okay. And um, vanity, vanity, all is vanity. I was having some conversation with a couple of Christian friends and. Uh, a couple of the girls refuse to wear makeup. Uh, they don't color their hair. They don't do any of that stuff because it's, according to the Bible, vanity, vanity. It's all vanity. Now, I need some coaching to say, I don't think that's what he meant. <laughs> well, well, I I don't either. If they say that the Bible uh, is against men wear, uh, women wearing jewelry, uh, there, when he was talking about vanity, that's coming from Ecclesiastes, and that's talking about the vanity of the world. That's not talking about, you know, putting a little makeup on your face or anything of that nature. Uh, yeah. The the Bible uh, doesn't seem to be against fixing that up at your all. House. Yeah. So, uh, or you say what? Fixing up your house? Fixing up your making your house look nice. Yeah. You know, a nice car. Yeah, you know, anything that has to do with wanting to make yourself feel better, I guess, or look better, or, or as long as you're not worshiping the money or the car or the house. Well, well, absolutely, yeah. The Bible has a, a nothing to do uh, with. Uh, it doesn't. Cond- in other words, it doesn't condemn jewelry. Okay, the Bible doesn't condemn jewelry. So for for, for people to say that, or women to say that, um, uh, we can. All you have to do is go to play one good place to go. There's a number of places to go. But the Song of Solomon, for instance, over in chapter one, verse ten, where here we have a, a, a person being praised. It says, "Thy cheeks are comely with rows of jewels; thy neck with chains of gold." Right here, this is where, in, in the Song of Solomon, where a woman is being praised because she looks good and nothing is wrong with the jewelry, okay? Right in the Bible. There you go. So if I'm the, go right there. Yeah, so if the Bible doesn't condemn it, uh, uh, then we shouldn't condemn it, okay? Because the Bible definitely, uh, in fact, all through, all a person would have to do, all a woman would have to do is read the Song of Solomon through, and after she comes out of that, one thing she knows for sure, the Bible does not condemn the wearing of jewelry. Yeah, I mean, I was a little taken back by the no makeup, the no jewelry, the yeah, everything's natural and stuff. I just thought that was what was going on, you know, with their lifestyle. They said no, yeah. because the Bible said vanity, vanity, all is vanity. Yeah, well, that not, and that's not in the Song of Song. That's over in Ecclesiastes, and what that's talking about right. is a is a uh, just getting into the world, okay, and then putting the world above God. 
but but put, right. people put on uh, jewelry. That's nothing to do with, uh, even though they call it vanities. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but it it doesn't mean that be a person who wears jewelry that that is somehow vain. Now, the Bible doesn't say that. Otherwise, the Bible wouldn't be talking about jewelry, as I just pointed out to you in the Song of Solomon. All right. Well, I hope the next caller uh, gets you out of jail free so you don't get that demon slapped out of you when you get home. <laughs> okay. Tim, he's scaring me. I got to let him go. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go to George in Rochester. How you doing, George? Hey, Pastor Moss. Y- yes, sir. Um, I'm hoping I can get you out. Okay, help me out, buddy. I'm tired of being in this cult, man. Uh, now, I don't know if you're looking for a specific group like Jehovah's Witness or... or I am Mormons looking for whatever, a specific but, group. Yes, sir, a specific um, group. I, um, I mean, I would say the Gnostic. The Gnostic, Gnostic doctrine. The Gnostic... Well, well, what is the Gnostic doctrine? I mean, it's a variety of different uh, mystic beliefs, but I believe they're in... Uh, I mean... Freemasons believe that in the higher levels. Uh, the Kabbalah teaches it. It's just uh, it's a universal doctrine in the mystic religions. But I don't know if you're looking for uh, something more specific. Yeah, there is something more uh, specific. If you talk about the Gnostics, uh, which is from the Greek word gnosis, which is the word for knowledge, these were those who right. uh, in uh, uh, around the first century or so, uh, had a doctrine where they believed that uh, they could be become like Jesus by developing a higher consciousness. Okay, uh, and so that's what the Gnostics uh, were into—the idea that uh, how you g- gain your uh, divinity or your holiness is through knowledge. Uh, and uh, there, and in fact, they believed that uh, they believed in God, but they believed also in many gods, demigods. Uh, and the demigods, they believe that Jesus, in fact, was uh, one of the demigods who uh, was used by God to create the earth. Uh, and it was like an evolutionary process. So one God gave way to another, to another, to down to Jesus, and he did it. But that's where Gnosticism is. That's different from this cult that's being uh, talked about here. Okay, But I thank you very much for your call. Yeah. Definitely the All Gnostics, right. uh, the ancient Gnostics, uh, did uh, false, false religion into the world, as we see some of the fruits of that are Christian science and the Unity School of Christianity today. All right. Thank you, George. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Uh. All right. Appreciate his call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Moss still in this cult. Can you guys get me out? Let's go to Karen in Plymouth. Hello, Karen. Hi, Pastor Moss. Help me, Karen. Help me. (laughs) I believe it's Mormons. Mormons. Why would you say it's them? Because they have some beliefs about um, uh, uh, the brother, I believe, of, um, they say, like, Satan and Jesus are brothers. And I believe that they think that there was a uh, sexual relation between um, the mother of, of God and and God. So... I believe it's the Mormons. Well, you know, what happens is 
that you, you are right in terms of their belief that uh, uh, Jesus is the, uh, uh, that Satan is the spirit brother, uh, and, and him and Jesus are uh, brothers, okay? Spirit, brother. spirit uh-huh. brothers, yeah. Both of them uh, uh, are created by God the Father, and that they, they are brothers. That's a false doctrine for sure, but that's yeah. not the serpent seed doctrine. The serpent seed doctrine is that uh, in the Garden of Eden, that rather than it being, uh, uh, you know, the partaking of the forbidden fruit, the fruit. yeah, what actually happened mm-hmm. was that Eve had a sexual relationship with uh, Satan. So that's something that the Mormons do not teach, even though they've got some, you know, some very strange teachings. Uh, their idea of the virgin birth in Mormonism is that God the Father actually had a sexual relationship with Mary to produce Jesus. So they they go okay. far afield. They are a cult, but but I'm <laughs> but I'm still a cult leader, Karen. I'm still one. <laughs> Thank her for calling. That number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. We're getting down to the wire, and you guys in the listening audience have not deprogrammed me yet. Not yet. Okay, I can't go home like this. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Well, maybe Lavelle can help me. Lavelle, you hang on, because before I get to you, I got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The Supreme Court of the United States heard arguments last week in the first big abortion case since the confirmation of Justices Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch. The case is known as June Medical Services v. Russo. It comes from a Louisiana state law passed in 2014 requiring abortion clinics to have physicians who are recognized with admitting privileges at local hospitals. Pro-abortion advocates are using the case to argue that if a woman has a constitutional right to abortion, then she must have a constitutional right to access to abortion. It's a very deadly logic. Pro-life Americans seem not yet to understand what's at stake in this case, but tellingly, the pro-abortion side understands it full well. The issues at stake are enormous. I'm Albert Moeller. Considering a career in politics? Consider Pepperdine's Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-279-1414. That's 800-279-1414. 
800-279-1414. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. If you want to donate to keep this program going, send those donations to P.O. Box 05879, that's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205, and make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That's what keeps us going. We appreciate your giving very, very much. All right, I'm about to go to Lavelle. That's right. I think this. Uh, wait. Uh, I think this is the uh, Bible Answer Man. Used to be uh, answering questions about the Bible on television. I think it's him. I know. He, I know he can deprogram me. If anybody can deprogram me, it's Lavelle. How you doing, Lavelle? I'm doing wonderful, Pastor. How are you? Good. Good. How's that wonderful wife of yours? Is she taking care of you? She is, and she's sitting next to me, so I'm a little nervous. Oh no! Now's your time to shine because you just heard me tell everybody. Lavelle, I told him, if anybody can deprogram me, I know that Lavelle can. Now, Lavelle, you've heard, have you heard uh, the, uh, the uh, theology that I talked about? I have. So, so well, well, let me say this first. I, I, before I hang up, I do I call for another reason. I want to uh, give you some information before I go. Okay. Um, but I did figure out, take a stab at this. Now, I, I kind of feel like this is a trick question, Pastor. <laughs> now, Lavelle, the one, thing, the one thing you know about me, Lavelle, the one thing, you know, I don't ask trick questions. No, I don't. Now, I think years ago when you were on that one Bible program, they asked you some trick questions. But I don't ask them trick trick questions, no. Okay, all right. So, I okay, I read an article by Hank Hanegraaff that was kind of talking about, about this, the, the serpent seed theory. Uh-huh. And he named two names that I, that I remember. One was uh, Aaron Murray or Arnold Murray or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I know he was he was into uh, uh, it was the, the Shepherd's Chapel thing, and he was kind of into oneness. But I knew it wasn't oneness. There was another name, yeah, William talk- Branham. No, that's right. William that Branham did talk uh, and talk in terms of it. Yeah, well, he was a believer, but so, I'm talking about a group. But you're right, William Branham. Branham, he was one who was an advocate of the uh, Serpent Seed Doctrine. But this is a group, okay, a group so that currently I'll exists. Because I, I know he was kind of into this group, so I'm going to say the group and hope for the best. Okay. The, the only one I have, and I hope this bails you out, is uh, unification. The unification church. Yes, sir. Are you talking about the group uh, that uh, was uh, headed up by the Reverend Sun Yun Moon? Uh, I believe so. I, Give I him an applause because he trains his mind. Give him an applause. You got it, man. You got it. <laughs> I'm I'm deprogramming now. I'm coming back to my senses. I am becoming once again the theologian that I'm supposed to be. Right. In the the divine principle, that's exactly what he taught, right? The serpent siege doctrine. Uh, And then, you know, uh, among other things, he taught that he was the second Messiah. And then there was the nerve Mm -hmm. of some Christians to literally support this guy. 
at meetings, not him, yeah, but his re- wife. Recently. Yeah, yeah, and uh, his wife actually because uh, he's died. His, uh, a lot of Christians here brought his wife. Yeah, uh, here I think Noel Jones. And Unbelievable. A lot of them were kind of behind it. I, that's, yeah, Unbelievable. I that that should blow any Christian's mind when you see Orthodox Christians meeting with the second wife of the Reverend Sun Yun Moon. That's bad. Okay, that's wow. bad. But that's where we are. It is. All right. So you you did program me. So Thank before, you. How can I help you? Pastor, I did want to. I wanted to let you know. I know you got to go, but uh, I did want to let you know that uh, my wife and I found out recently that we are expecting. About time. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> About time. That's right. Yeah. I mean, surprised surprise it took you this long. That's good. Right. Now you'll know so that. You can let- let Sister Moss know for us. That would be great. I sure will. And now all I can say is you will know the same joys that we had. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready, buddy. Thanks for calling. Love you. Yes. Love you, too. All right. That is the Unification Church, a clear cult group called the Moonies for short. Sun Yun Moon, their former leader, said he was the second Messiah, right? Uh, in fact, he said that he went into the underworld and spoke to Buddha Muhammad, Jesus, all of them, and he emerged being greater than all of them. Yet Christians would go and support his wife, who believes the same thing, his second wife, in some kind of celebration ceremony. What is happening to the church? Exactly what Jesus Christ predicted. Exactly what Paul predicted, right? Perilous times. And apostasy is coming into the church. The only way to fight it is for the church of Jesus Christ its teachers, its pastors, and members of churches to start going back to the Bible where they belong. Okay? Get away from frivolous Christianity, simplistic answers, and start really being serious about the Word of God, which is something that just is not happening as fast as it should be happening today. We're in, in the last times, ladies and gentlemen. We're at the end of the age. Jesus Christ could come back at any moment. It's time for us to occupy until he comes. To do that, you need to make sure that you're in a Bible-believing church that is teaching you the Bible, not just making you feel good sitting there. That's got to be a priority in our time. Well, I want to thank you all for listening. Appreciate uh, your listenership. Be ready always for challenges that come in this direction on Bible Talk. Please support us. That's what keeps us on the air. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministry.